God. And that's God for you. You don't have to do anything else to earn what he has for you. He's done everything for you. And we'll always do that because that's his nature. So as you accept the gift of salvation, please accept also the continuing gift of God's adequacy in your life. Please pray with me. God, help us not to fall back into our self-effort and self-righteousness, literally self-righteousness, of trying to appease you so that we will be more acceptable to you. Help us to come to you with absolutely nothing, knowing that we have nothing to offer, except the willingness to be cloaked in your righteousness, except the willingness to be surrounded by your goodness and have it called our own, except the willingness to be thankful for your provisions. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.
I wonder if you'd help me put into practical motion what we just preached about. If everybody would stand up, let me tell you what we're going to do. We've done this before. I'm going to uh, give you some categories, and I want you to see if you fit in them. And if you fit in them, I wonder if you'd be brave enough to sit down so that people around you could put their hands on you and we could all pray with you as a body that God would just change your life today. And the categories would go like this. I suspect that there were some of us here who love God, believe in God, have accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. But we keep having this sneaking suspicion that unless we accomplish this other thing, that we will not yet fully be completed in God. And so therefore we feel this pressure to accomplish something for the fullness of his work in us. And you may have realized today his fullness has already been done in you. It's not that he can't help you accomplish that, but it won't make him love you anymore or make his work in you be any more complete. But you just, it just keeps coming back to you. And you just like to be relieved of that pressure of accomplishing that for the full work of God. If you would, if that applies to you and you'd be brave enough to sit down, let us pray that God would just take that pressure off your shoulders right now. Thank you. Just sit down right now. Thank you. Okay. Everybody surrounding those folks that are sitting down, just lay your hands on them. Let's, pray. Let's all pray for them. <clears throat> God, thank you for the wonderful sense of accomplishment and ambition that you have given these people. You have probably given it because you're going to accomplish that in their life. But God, help them to believe accurately and to know you love them now as much as you will ever love them because it's all you can love them. And that even if they never accomplish another thing in their life, they're just as saved now as they ever will be, just as full of your love and being used just as mightily by you right now as if they had accomplished everything in the world that is yet to be done. Give them that assurance and that confidence. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, stand back up. Now here's the second category. There's some of us who still feel horrible for something we've done in the past. And we feel like, you know, I know God's forgiven me for this thing. But somehow I've got to keep it alive in me because if I regret it enough, maybe, maybe that'll be a safeguard that I don't do it again. Or if I regret it enough, God will know how sorry I am for it. But what you're really doing is not accepting his opinion of you. His opinion of you is that that thing doesn't exist anymore. And you're just as clean and as new as the day you were born. No, <laughs> as right before you were born. If there are those of you who are still carrying around something that makes you feel guilty periodically and you'd rather accept God's opinion for you of you, would you sit down right now? Thank you. <clears throat>
put your hand on them and let's pray for them. Oh God, we pray that these people could see themselves as you see them, as absolutely sinless, as people who through Jesus Christ are perfect. They are without a past that goes against you. They are only with a future that comes toward you. We pray that you will relieve them of the accusations of Satan that would try to drain them and tear them down. Relieve them of any pressure to, to repay on an emotional scale you for what they've done in the past. And let them feel your absolute graciousness in their life and the joy of being free of that thing forevermore. Amen. Okay, stand up one more, one more time. Some of you have never trusted Christ to be your Savior. You've believed in Him. But you've always tried to get your life good enough so that it was okay with you if He forgave you. It was okay with you uh, because you felt maybe now, you know, I'm good enough. Some of you don't even know if you're saved for sure. But you want to know. You want to believe that what God did on the cross was for you and that it was complete and it was everything that was necessary. You know why you want to believe that? Because God is inside you calling you to believe it. If there are those of you right today who want to know without a shadow of a doubt that they're saved and that God did it, not you, sit down, let us pray for you. Put your hand on these folks. And you who are sitting down, pray in your mind this prayer as I pray it with my mouth. God, I know I'm a sinner. And I know I can never, ever be good enough to come to heaven. There's no way I can earn it. But I know in my heart that Jesus Christ died on the cross for me. And that erased all my sin. He paid for it. And this morning, by faith, I'm willing to accept that gift. Your grace, your unmerited favor that places me as a part of your family. Jesus, I thank you for dying on the cross for my sin. And I invite you into my heart. Come and live there. Do whatever you want in my life. Because from now on, I'm going to believe what Scripture says about me and not what my own conscience says about me. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, everybody sit down. For those of you who have taken communion here before, you will know that this is an open table for all who follow Christ. And we would invite everyone here who follows Christ to partake of these elements. Would the communion servers please come forward? And as they are coming forward, let me pray the prayer of humble access because it fits so well with what we've been talking about today. 
We do not presume to come to this thy table, O merciful Lord, trusting in our own righteousness, but in thy manifold and great mercies. We are not worthy so much as to gather up the crumbs under thy table, but thou art the same Lord whose property is always to have mercy. Grant us, therefore, gracious Lord, so to partake of this sacrament of thy Son, Jesus Christ, that we may walk in newness of life and may grow into his likeness and may evermore dwell in him and he in us. Amen.
blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, which was shed for thee, I'm sorry, the body of our Lord Jesus Christ, which was broken for thee, preserve thy soul and body unto everlasting life. Take and eat this in remembrance that Christ died for thee, and feed on him in thy heart by faith with thanksgiving. The blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, which was shed for thee, preserve thy soul and body unto everlasting life. Drink this in remembrance that Christ's blood was shed for thee, and be thankful. Lord, we do thank you for what you have done. Help us to live lives of gratitude, not of work. Lives of joyful fulfillment of your nature, not of guilt and duress. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Would you stand, please? Before we go, let me remind you that um, 
We have some folks who would love to pray with you if you need follow-up prayer on what we've already prayed about for you. If you weren't ready to step over the line and place your hands, your, yourself in Christ's hands a few minutes ago, but are ready now, feel free to come to the front and uh, accept the ministry of these brothers and sisters. And now as we go, hear these words from the end of the epistle to the Hebrews. Now may the God of peace, who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, by the blood of the eternal covenant, may he equip you with everything good that you may do his will, working in you that which is pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Born in the voices